1: You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and Americanamusicmagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Gina Furtado grew up as a homeschooler with music as the central interest in her curriculum. She quickly became a banjo aficionado, winning several awards, eventually landing herself a spot with Chris Jones' band, The Night Drivers. Her latest endeavor finds her starting her new band and launching on a solo career. Gina and I talk about all of that in this next edition of Americana Music Profiles. Hi, Gina. Welcome to the podcast today.
0: Thank you, Greg. Thanks for having
1: me. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us and uh, making it work out to to be here with us today. So, um, are you still in Front Royal,
0: Virginia? Um, I live in Winchester, Virginia, actually,
1: which is about 40 minutes from Front Royal. Close in proximity. I I live... um, uh just outside of Harrisonburg so in the oh yeah in, in yeah, the big in the big world you and I live real close to each other even though we're yeah, still about 2 hours apart we're blue, bluegrass
0: neighbors yeah
1: right that's yeah. right yeah bluegrass yeah. neighbors there you go <laughs> um, <laughs> so you um have lived here your whole life
0: um i grew up in front royal and then um briefly lived in nashville you know when i was 16. Eighteen, you know,
1: yeah. did that
0: whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Um. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I've been here in Winchester for the past ten years or so.
1: And uh, based on what you just said, uh, being in Nashville at eighteen, I, I take it that music's been a part of your life most of your life.
0: Oh yeah, my entire life. How did that started. start for you? <laughs> um, well, I started on. Classical piano lessons when I was five.
1: Oh, really? Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I was homeschooled. All all of us, all of us siblings were homeschooled, and it was kind of like the main focus of homeschooling was music. Ah, so, okay. Um. So yeah, so doing those classical lessons was like huge focus for the first couple of years, and um, yeah, and that just kind of like set the stage for like. Being a musician is part of my identity.
1: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and you, if I uh, understand correctly, you um, played a lot with your siblings growing up?
0: Um, yeah, 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 definitely. So
1: e- Even out yeah, professionally, right? Like, I mean, you guys had a band and act together here on the East Coast?
0: Yeah, we did. Um, so that would have been like a couple years later, you know, I guess I picked up the banjo around like 10 or 11 years old and then. That's when we really started to play out more. Like we kind of got the bluegrass bug, and um, yeah, we did the whole like family band thing, and we toured around a good bit around the East Coast, and um, you know did a bunch of fiddlers convention yeah. competitions and things like that. Um, busking on the street corner, oh, cool. <laughs> we did a <laughs> lot of that. Yeah.
1: So what yeah. Um, what took you to Nashville?
0: Um, oh gosh, that, that's a long story, but um, I guess, honestly, it was a school down there I was, con- I was intending to go to, um, Aquinas School. It's like a very, very tiny school that I got a good scholarship for. Okay. Um, so I went to one semester, but um, unfortunately, while I was living there, and um, I had a roommate, um... I don't even know if you want this on your podcast, but I had a roommate. And well you can give us the short version. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, anyway, just uh, we had like a terrible crime happen at our apartment and she ended up you know, we just I just didn't want to stay there at that point. I was eighteen years old and right, after yeah. this big horrible thing happened, I'm like, You know what? <laughs> I'm going home. Right,
1: yeah, okay. So,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: So, so you, you come back home to uh, to to play to, to find a job. When when did it become uh, apparent that that this actually might be something you could do for a living?
0: Um, you know, really, not until a couple of years ago. Um, I've, I mean, ever since I started playing the banjo, up and playing, like, you know, making money in some context <laughs> to some degree, you know, playing right. games and. Um, and then it just kind of, let's see, I guess it was about five years ago or six years ago, maybe, I started playing with a, a regional band and getting more serious about Like I did a bunch of booking and I m- made the website and I started to, um, just get a lot more into it that way and realize that it, it's like a, you
1: know, truly viable livelihood. Right,
0: yeah. Teaching more, stuff like that. And then, and then after that band, you know, I, I realized, like, I wanted to do something a little more serious and went out and found, um, Chris Jones who I'm
1: currently playing with. Right, and that's, uh, Chris Jones and the Night Drivers and for our listeners, it's, uh, Chris Jones from, uh, Bluegrass Junction on Sirius XM. How, how did that connection happen for you? Because that's, you're still, you're still a part of that band, correct?
0: Um, actually just for a couple more months okay um yeah yeah for the moment i'm still in the band okay um and they're wonderful um and yeah i had actually i was just kind of ready to kind of play with a more professional level band um we'd met the night drivers at another gig and i reached out to john weisberger and i just knew that john had you know a bunch of connections in the bluegrass scene and I reached out to him to let him know that if he knew of anyone looking for another band player, that I was looking for another job. Okay. And that was like exactly when Ned was um, moving to the Becky Boller Band. So, right. So they just said, well, what, how about you play in our band?
1: Yeah. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Talk, ab- talk about uh, the
1: right place at the right time. Yeah. And how long ago was that?
0: Oh, about three and a half years ago.
1: Okay. So, you mentioned that you were um, leaving that position uh, here in the next couple months. What does that mean for you?
0: Well, I have my own band all set up. Um, it's called the Gina Furtado Project, and, um, yeah, I'm pretty stoked about it. I've got my sister is going to play fiddle, Melina Furtado, and she's a great singer as well. Yeah. And then Max Johnson is going to play bass, He lives up in New York City, and... Um, Drew Madelich from Asheville, North Carolina, and to play guitar. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess really it comes from songwriting becoming more and more like kind of a part of what I do. I'm like just something I absolutely love doing, and mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I just kind of want to focusing on on the songs that I write.
1: Yeah, and and, and I'm I'm assuming addition. that this stems from. Your uh, album that came out a year or so ago, uh, True Colors, which was your debut project, um, which was quite successful for you. you debuted at uh, number 13 and, and had, uh, I think, two number one singles, right, off of that? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, no,
0: that's true. Yeah, I put out that album, and that was just kind of, you know, I just, I, it was a passion project. I just wanted to do it so that I could just record my songs, you know. Yeah. I wasn't planning on doing much with it, but yeah. it did so well, and I've had, so many great just gig offers just crop up. Um, so yeah, no, that absolutely plays into this, you know, deciding to focus more fully on, on my own, you know, my own project. Yeah. Yeah. Because, it just yeah, it just seemed to go over well and, um, I was turning down some good work that I would have liked to have done. So. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Did, did you, um, um, when you started this pre the Night Drivers, any idea that you'd be able to be in a position to um, record an album that did so well and think about starting your own project at the next level?
0: Um, pre the Night Drivers, so when I'm you know when I started playing with like the regional band, right? Team, yeah, yeah. Um, I had always always wanted to record my own album, so I was I was planning on it, you know and. Certainly not. Like I, I just thought I would just record it at the local studio, and you know, certainly not get it on a label or anything like that. Right. And never dreamed of doing my own band. You know, I've always just been a, a side man, and I've loved that. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so I would say no. I would never have expected that. It just kind of like kind of unfolded that way, and and you know, you just get that that gut feeling that it's time to do that yeah (laughs) yeah trying to to listen to that
1: what is that transition um, maybe in general terms we don't don't have to because it probably we could take hours to answer this question but the transition from being a side person in a band that's you know having fun but kind of more regional project to you know moving into obviously chris jones and the night drivers have have, uh, had some really good success uh, you know in a larger scope and then stepping away from that to becoming the band leader and being in charge and the CEO, for lack of a better word of, of a new project. Um, yeah, does that, um, what does that feel like? And, and is there a, um, a, a educational process that you've learned by osmosis or do you really have to, uh, sit down and, and really just, consider that before you just launch out into something like that?
0: Um, yeah, that's a really good question, but, yeah, you know, the work that I did with the band, it was called Bunch Collective, by the way, the regional band I was playing uh-huh,
1: with. Right, and I'm familiar with it. The
0: them. work that I did there, like, really, like, gave me confidence for what I'm doing with my own projects okay. now, because of all the, you know, the more, like, kind of band business aspects to, you know, that side of things because it's huge you know there's a ton of ton of work with booking and making a website and all that um, so yeah I think just having done that like definitely makes me feel confident doing like what I'm doing with my own band and then right. you know when I transitioned into um, the night drivers band that was my first like really professional level job mm-hmm. um, yeah. as a an banjo player and that was that was just fantastic I mean Chris is like really great. Um, and he was so encouraging of me to just do whatever I do. You know, he didn't want me to, you know, try to imitate what Ned had been doing or, um, you know, but I started traveling a lot with them. That was totally new to me. Um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty like, go with the flow. (laughs) (laughs) So, so I, I loved it, you know, kind of fell into place and comfortable
1: with it right, right away. Yeah. Yeah. And so moving forward with your your new project, I'm guessing there's maybe a new album in the works, too?
0: Yeah, it should be out very soon, actually. We'll have a single um, release in the next month or so, and then the full album will be out um, sometime in the next couple of months. We don't
1: have a date yet. And does that have a title, the record?
0: Yeah, yeah, that one's going to be called I Hope You Have a Good Life.
1: Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Yeah, I know.
0: I figured if I have to plaster stuff on social media for the next six months, it better be something kind, right? <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, but you know, you, that's it, interesting though because you um, maybe even ten years ago, but certainly twenty years ago, you you wouldn't have to think of things like that. But but it makes sense to pick a title that uh, catches somebody's attention that maybe aren't even looking for music, but that just the sentiment of uh, I hope you have a good day links back to um, your music and your website, you know, all that. You used right. to not have to think about how to tie all this stuff together. I'm um, Yeah,
0: no, that's true. Yep. It certainly has um,
1: changed the landscape for being a musician. It
0: has, yeah. Um, yeah, I think for me, though, it's just also, yeah, I mean, yeah, it has, it's um, it does have something to do with, like, I just want to um, get it a catchy title, like, something that people will notice and, and want to know more about. Um, right. But it also is kind of, like, what I, um, like, hope to do with my music, you mm-hmm. know, like, ultimately it's like I want to, you know, help people connect with their, you know, whatever it is that they're going through, through the stuff that I'm going through and writing about and yeah. playing about, you know? yeah, okay. So, so as you know consequentially the, the songs a lot of them are about just kind of <laughs> you know just getting through stuff making the world a better place and, sure. nicer and growing yeah. and, you
1: know, such and such <laughs> is the writing process for you something that you um, take time set aside and and are intentional about that or do these songs just kind of happen as you live life Oh
0: um. Kind of both. Um, With the plans to make an album, I'm definitely like, I mean, I was, you know, when when I'm planning to make an album, I was definitely like thinking, okay, I've got to make sure to have, you know, X number of good songs. So I set aside more time to do it. Um, Or maybe I should say I kind of, kind of allowed more time in my schedule to let it happen. Right. That makes sense. Um, but it is—it's all like very kind of cathartic to me, and um, yeah. So I even mean, if I if I had all the time in the world, I would I would be writing a lot more than I do. Okay. So if, like when I'm preparing for an album, I, I allow yeah, that to happen. Yeah, yeah. More than, more than I do when I'm not <laughs> about to make an album.
1: <laughs> did you did you have um, uh, a, a set number of songs when you went into the studio for this new record, or or more of a collection that you kind of sorted through when you got there and, and picked the the ones that you like the most
0: i am like a, a super planner <laughs> i okay. like to be like super prepared so i had it all picked out and all arranged and yeah okay um, yeah I, i'm just a planner that
1: way <laughs> <laughs> what's what's been your favorite part of all of this the recording process, or you mean like just your music? music yeah, the your, the recording process, but your uh, your musical career and and you know from where you started to where you are now. Hmm.
0: There's so many so many aspects of it that I love. I absolutely love um, traveling and just some kind of <laughs> you know going places that I never ever would have gone uh-huh. otherwise if it hadn't been that we have a gig there. Um, so that's. Huge for me, and then dude, right, the like cathartic process of, of writing. Yeah, and that goes for tune writing as well. But okay, that that has been huge for me in my life. So I'd say between
1: those two things, yeah, would be it. <laughs> okay, um, what's the tour look like for you this time, uh, or or when you start? As when when does that start? When do you start as a solo act, and and then what does that look like for you getting on the road with the new record?
0: Um, that's, that starts in September, so my last run with Chris Jones and the Night Drivers will be um, actually an Ireland tour at the beginning of September.
1: Okay. That's a um, nice way to go out.
0: <laughs> and then, yeah, 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 exactly. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, so after that, um, I have some dates lined up for the fall. Um, we're, yeah, I've got it all off of my, on my website, but yeah, we've got some dates lined up for the fall, but I'm not planning real hard until 2020. So at that point we'll have the album out and get from
1: there. I noticed that you had a um, IBMA nomination in 2018. Will you be able to get back to IBMA this year and and play with the new music?
0: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, we're we're actually on the lineup of official showcase artists. So and um, yeah, so we'll have some good showcases there. Um, and I'm also going to be doing. The songwriters showcase. Oh, cool! Okay. As well, so yeah, so we'll be there for a whole week.
1: So the new record is "I Hope You Have a Good Life." Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Um, at, out uh, IBM A time or sooner than that?
0: It'll be before IBM Okay. Yeah, we know that for sure. Just don't have the exact date. All
1: right. So if people want to follow along and and they want to want to make sure they get it when it comes out or they want to reach out and find out your tour schedule when they can catch your music yeah. or maybe even pick up your first record. What's the best way to do that? How can they get in touch?
0: Um, they can go to my website is com, and um, and there's you know all the contact info there but there's also just a the form they can shoot a little message on quickly and easily which I love to hear from people yeah okay yeah you know howdy
1: (laughs) yeah and and on Facebook right
0: on Facebook yep I've got a Gina Furtado artist page and of course a personal page yeah either one
1: of those awesome well we're certainly excited to to hear the new music and and catch your new project and wish you the best with it
0: thank you yeah thanks for doing this Greg